and welcome back. I'm your host Lisa. Last Friday, I went to see a movie called Oppenheimer. The movie is about a person called J. Robert Oppenheimer, and he is known as the father of the atomic bomb because he was in charge of the design and making of the bombs the U.S. used against Japan during the Second World War. In August 1945, the U.S. Army dropped an atomic bomb each in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. This caused the death of an estimated 129,000 to 226,000 people in total, including those who died immediately and those who died later due to the aftermath of the bombing. The movie illustrates the journey Oppenheimer went through to becoming the leader of the Los Alamos Laboratory in the Manhattan Project. A project led by the U.S. during the Second World War to develop nuclear weapons. Eventually, the atomic bomb was developed and used to end the war. But things did not end here for Oppenheimer. After witnessing how much damage the atomic bomb can bring, he started to promote a series of actions to prevent the misuse of nuclear weapons. This, however, made some politicians unhappy, and Oppenheimer was trialed because he was suspected to have associations with the Soviet Union and communism. I went to see this movie because my student recommended it to me earlier that day. He said it is filmed like a documentary, but in an artistic way. He said I would like it, and I think he was right. Oppenheimer is not a funny movie, and it is not at all relaxing. Quite the contrary, in fact. I felt uneasy a lot during the movie, and I felt that I was forced to face things that I would rather not see and know. But the conflicts are real, and the problems of war and arms remain until this day. Perhaps only even more pressing. I wouldn't say that it is a fun movie, but it is definitely inspiring and hence worth seeing. Apart from Oppenheimer's life story, what I have learned from the movie is just how many facets an event has, and just how naive it would be if we think merely in terms of right and wrong, good and bad. In many movies, the good guys and the bad guys are made obvious from the start. However, I think it is not so in this movie. Oppenheimer and Strauss, scientists and politicians, none of them is instantly likable, and none of them wholly detestable. That the U.S. killed many innocent people with the atomic bomb is a fact. Yet it is equally true that Japan forces took away numerous innocent lives. Likewise, it was Oppenheimer who had brought atomic bombs into the world, but it was the president that will be remembered for issuing the order of releasing one. It is equally reasonable to condemn bombing Hiroshima and Nagasaki as an evil decision, but also to agree that more lives would be sacrificed in the war if the U.S. hadn't taken such an extreme action. I think we are very used to thinking in a dichotomic way, that is divided into two. From a biological viewpoint, it saves energy if we only need to consider two options. But in reality, it is a dangerous mindset because we all know what Darwin says on evolution: survival for the fittest. 
one with only two options has a less chance to survive than one with more. And this is the biggest insight that I have gained through the movie. Every day, we struggle between different roles, responsibilities, and desires. We struggle to find the best solutions, and sometimes we fail. Then we learn from our failures and change, and try again. We repeat the cycle of trial and error endlessly, and for me, this is the burden and fun of life. Well, all I want to say is that Oppenheimer is a good movie for people who want to know more about how the atomic bomb was developed and people who like to be probed with philosophical questions. Be prepared for conflicts. Be prepared for impacts. And after seeing the movie, you could use some time to write down your own review for the movie, which would be the question for this episode. Right, this will be it for today. And I hope you a great week ahead. Until next time, then. Bye bye.